Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. And I'm Matt at Arms. And we are here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game and that games are supposed to be fun. If you like what you hear today, that's awesome. Um, uh, so if you do, uh, head over to Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, really. Uh, give us a sweet five-star rating and a comment, and we'll promise to give you a hug, and we'll read it on the show. And you'll become our favorite person in the universe. Crushed Ice is our favorite person in the universe again this week. Thank you so much, Crushed Ice, for crushing ice. That's three weeks um, in a row now. Is it? It is. Oh, like, my goodness, gravy. The first one I, the first one I was on with, uh, with uh, Enthralamund, he was, we got, we got, he joined the favorite person in the universe club, and he's still there. Come on, people. Get it. Just knock him out. Yeah, come on. And as you may have noticed, Enthralamund is not here this week. Enthralamund started teaching this week. Yes. Um. So I know he went back to school, and then I know he was there prepping, and it was a ton of work, and a lot of meetings, and there's nothing more than teachers love than meetings. Like, I know... I know teachers, number, a fair number of teachers in my family. Uh, my wife's a teacher. My uh, brother's a teacher. My sister's a teacher. My aunt's a teacher. My uncle's a teacher and principal. Um, and his wife is a teacher. And uh, they love meetings. Like, their favorite things in the world are meetings. So, like, you know, you know what I don't like? Planning to teach. You know what I do love? <laughs> meeting. So that's the way they are. It's just... It's pretty sweet that way. So I'm sure he had the best week in, in he possibly could imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's that said, way more you know. Fun, way more fun than doing a podcast with you. Way more fun than doing a podcast. Um, so, yeah. So he's out here this week. Um, I missed the last two weeks. Thank you so much for covering for me. It was a brutal couple of weeks. But we got through it. So Sarah finished her second week of school. And Dean finished his first week of kindergarten. Um, and it was just awesome. So Dean did great and Sarah had a functional day today, which was wonderful. That's, so that's, they, um, hey, yeah, we're just looking for basic function at this point. That's all we'll take. Oh, I know. I know. If she walks in the door this afternoon, I'm like, Hey, so how was your day? And she goes, you know what? Wasn't good. Wasn't bad. And I was like, way, so way to go. That's a great day. It is a great day. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's been bonkers, but things are getting back to normal finally around here, and we're just kind of, like, settling into the school year, which is great. Um, I fully expect Enthralman to be back next week, um, and I don't expect to go anywhere. I do plan on streaming tomorrow, pick up my streaming game. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I did stream a short session of Tangle Deep just for kind of funsies. Um but I will be streaming Hearthstone again, so thank you all for kind of giving me that break that I needed to kind of take care of family stuff. So, um, into the funny. Let's do some tea with Finley. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? What did you do this week in Hearthstone, Matt at Arms? Uh, what did I do? I played a bunch of Rogue. Uh, like, I have been. Rouge. 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 That's right. It's Rouge on this podcast. <laughs> no, yeah. So with the fact that the nerfs came out, I kind of just went back to what was fun. And even though one of the rogue cards got nerfed, um, it's still really good. Like one mana to draw four is still kind of good. Um, yeah. It's so it's it's still a <laughs> it's lot of fun. Not bad. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it's like it could be worse. It could be like you know anything other than draw four. Seven mana to draw four. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a lot worse. Um, so yeah. yeah, Rogue's still fun. Been playing it's a- called Sprint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been playing a bunch in both Wild and uh, Standard. Um, there's uh, my teammate in Wild and local um, Luminary, Duwin, 
gave me a uh, Sherizen Secret Rogue list, which is super fun. Um, tons of like basically, if you remember Sherizen is a five three and from Angoro that if it dies it goes dormant and if you play four cards it like pops back up and does a dance. Yes, yes, I remembered the card art. Yes. And I appreciate the explanation of what it did. Like my eyes rolled back in my head. I was like, Sherizen. Pretty sure it's a wild card. Yes. <laughs> like, I think it was a plant. And it looked like it was like something from Mario. Yes, very much so, actually. <laughs> it just kind of pops <laughs> right back up after you play a crap color of cards. <laughs> uh, so I did that. I brought. I actually took it to the THL Wild Series with it. And I won a game with that deck this week. Which uh, that's awesome. I lost. I love winning games. I lost a match three to one, but you know what? Who really won that match? Because I won with an off-meta secret rogue deck. No, you won. Exactly. You won. Trust me. I lost a bunch of games in THL where I won just like there was one week I beat. Um, it was in Hero, I think. Um, and it was last year standing against. Um, was it Pond? was not Pond. It was Liquid Ox. Oh, right. And I brought some dopey Paladin list or some, like, some stupid deck. And I won a game with it. Nice. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I lost this match, but I really actually won. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to, uh, good luck, actually, good luck to Amaj uh, this week. Oh, no. Who's... It was Big Demon Hunter. Oh, that's what that's it was. Right. It was Big Demon Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Amaj is playing, uh, Liquid Ox this week and uh, Legacy, oh, nice. and um, he's hoping that he's very tired from playing in Montreal this week. Yes, so yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's we'll just assume that exactly. Anyway, um, the kid's like he's like still streaming like five hours a day and going to school and stuff. Yes. Like holy smokes! Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's a ridiculous pa. dude. Yeah, like, awesome, nice human being though. Absolutely, give him a follow on Twitch. Hundred percent, absolutely, agree. Uh, anyway, um, been also been playing a bunch of Warlock. I picked up a um, quest Warlock with Rafam in it today, and um, random legendaries are always good, especially when they're free. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I got a Jaraxxus off a Golden Jaraxxus off it today. Got to play it and won, so that's always a bonus. And now it's called winning. And now I'm really considering Actually, literally. It is. It's I won with Jaraxxus <laughs> AMA. Uh Fondue Rage like has a has a uh is it a quest? It's a quest warlock where he is running um Jaraxxus and he asked me to play it on stream and I had not played much quest warlock and I hadn't played any quest warlock with Jaraxxus. And I felt very stupid, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it is a fun. It is fun. That's... Anytime you can play Jaraxxus and not die immediately is always a good time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so now I'm actually seriously considering crafting Rafam Gold because Golden Legendaries are just better than regular Legendaries. It's just science. They are. It is science, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a good way to spend your dust, but I also. I mean, go for it, man. When, you know, Rafam finally takes over the meta and gets nerfed, it'll just, it'll just be fun. That's never going to happen. You might actually should tell prob- probably tell people what Rafam does. Oh, yes. Rafam is a 7-9 seven, <laughs> seven, taunt, 7-8 seven, taunt 
for seven mana. And he turns everything in your hand and your deck into le- random legendaries. I didn't realize it was a taunt. And it's your deck, too? I thought it was just your hand no, for some reason. deck and hand. It's everything. That's awesome. It's, so it's, a, it's like a golden monkey. It, it's literally the golden monkey in one, in one card. It's amazing. Yeah. So And also really bad. I'm yeah, it's awful. Um, it's awful. <laughs> remember that was the win condition? Like, <laughs> well, it was like, was it, you know, Viper brought, like, remember when that whole, like, was it right when that card came out back at the, it line? was the first week. It was the first week and they were playing it in zoo. Yeah. And, and it was like, I don't think this is good. No. And it wasn't. No, it's like, all, all of a sudden, no, like, but like people were arguing if it was good or not. It's like, no, it's never, it's never been good. It just all of a sudden. No, but yeah, no, it's not. Um, but I bet it's fun though. And fun is kind of what this is all about. Oh, that. Okay. I've got the, uh, not so good. Oh, there we go. All right. Perfect. Um, um other than that, I've been playing a crap ton of Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild. And I actually picked up Twilight sure. Princess again, because I felt like playing a more linear. What's a Twilight Princess? It's, well, the last it's the one on GameCube and Wii. First one on Wii. Oh, see, I'm not. A, I only ever played one Zelda, A Link to the Past, and I loved it. One of my all-time favorite games. That's one of the but like, best ones, actually. It's one of the best games. Period. Hundred like, percent. It's an incredible video game. Um, and I just, but like Zelda, just and other than that, it was never like a thing I got into. Like Final Fantasy, like I played a ton of Final Fantasy games. I probably played all the Final Fantasy games. Um, actually, the ones that are at least available in the U.S. and which I think they all are at this point. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm trying to think of one I haven't played. There, there are obviously some I haven't beaten, but I think I played them all. Um, but yeah, Zelda just never was one of those things where it was like I love the game, but like it just never. Like, it wasn't a game I played on the NES, and it was never anything I played uh, at post SNES either. So like, yeah, never was. Really, I mean, I thought about picking up a new one, but like it's it's you know it's. A, 15 year old game that still costs $80. So yeah. pass. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's like, it came out like a, three years ago. It's still 60 bucks, but you know what? It's, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if you don't like 3d Zeldas and all, like if you don't like, um, like, uh, what was it? Um, the one for the N64 or any of the other ones that came after that. It's, it's, it's not your game. Cause it's, it's the N64 one, the, uh, Majora's mask. Uh, the one before that, even like, even before that, oh. um, the time travel one i forget what the name of it is oh it's the one with the whistle or something right yeah Where you, ocarina some, of oh, time there we go ocarina of time yep there we go. uh my brother was really into the zeldas it was nothing i ever got into yeah um but uh i don't dislike them but like i said it was just never anything i wasn't i won't like go out and like oh i have to play a zelda game like mario is that something like that right i just like i want to play mario games like all the mario games um but like zelda's never been my thing i, w- I was gonna pick it up uh we got a switch for dean for his first week of kindergarten. Um, and I was like, well, let's go. I'll go get some used games at the GameStop. You know, it's, it's been three years old by this point. So there's going to be some games to buy. No, no, no. Like they're just five bucks cheaper used. Yeah. It's like, what? And you don't. Like, I'm not paying 55 bucks for a game. No, it's. it's... And that's three years old. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, that's the problem with the, with the Switch. Like the first party stuff does not get cheaper and it sucks. It really sucks. What? It's bizarre though. Like, why wouldn't you would think it would be cheaper? Because like, you can buy it in game for sixty bucks. It's like yeah, you would you would think that it would be cheaper when you buy the physical. No, no, super weird. Um, and that has been Zelda Cast. 
but no, we played. Um, I got Dean that Gigantosaurus game. He loves Gigantosaurus, a TV show, it's a Disney show with like um, dinosaurs and they do things. And um, and it's he still kind of struggles with the controllers, like fine motor stuff. And so I was like, he'll like play for a little bit, then be like, okay, you're turning it, hands it over, and like Sarah and I will play, but it's still really fun. So, um, so yeah, it's uh. Yeah, so, but yeah, not a lot of games because holy smokes. Yeah. Um, so, what'd you do this week? So, I played more of that uh, Beast Druid thing with um, King P. King. Oh, yeah. Uh, that deck King Feoris. King, deck right? Rules. I love that deck it's so much. It's so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And, like, I hadn't, I hadn't played in like a no, a week or so, like, not this, like, I played this week plenty, and then last week I played some as well. And so you gave me that list, and I was like, so what am I, what am I mulliganing for? You're like, ramp. You're just, you just want ramp. And, and literally, you just throw everything back and yeah. you look for ramp. Like, you just. Yeah, if, if, if the I mean, overgrowth it's, isn't it's, in your hand, you throw away your hand for overgrowth. <laughs> it's like, it's quest druid, but there's no quest. It's just like, yeah. you are, I mean. You're you're you're, um, you're skipping your first couple turns unless you happen to have a dragon in your hand with uh, with the wild growth that's a dragon wild no, growth actually, that costs two mana. If you just have that wild um, growth, if you have that that whatever it's dragon's birth, I guess it's called. If you just have it, you just play it. I'm like, and you might draw a dragon and you might get ramp. If not, no big deal. You just cycle it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's a it's just crazy, right? Like it's just you just ramp for it, and then like you just have crazy swing turns. Um, and then you have King P, which I mean, it's not a great card, honestly, but it's so much fun because you have like multiple seven cost spell. You have four seven drop spells and then two ten cost spells. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like you you have like just you're making large boards with it. Yeah. Um, And and it's a ton of fun. And it's like one of those things where it's like this meta is bonkers powerful like you do stuff and it's like this is insane mm-hmm. and then they're like your opponent's like Psh, i'm gonna clear that and then i'm gonna play something bonkers myself and you're like oh gosh what do i do oh i, I can do all of these things okay no we're we're, we're fine here yeah like <laughs> yeah it's like you, you, it's everybody just has this big baseball bet and you're just whacking each other with it and whoever like runs out of like their baseball bet loses yeah it's uh it's fun though it's swingy um but it's a good time uh i'm an i'm i was because i didn't get to play much at the end of last month i actually didn't hit rank five diamond and so i'm an i'm an 8x gamer now and let me tell you about being an 8x that's rough dude it's it is called ah it's fine um but but the quest priest holy quest priest batman what like People just play in Quest Priest. Like, are these like unironically like multiple games in a row against Quest Priest? I'm like, are we what? Okay, I guess we're doing this. And like against Face Hunter, which I played some today, it, it it's a kind of okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. God. But yeah, I'm like, okay, we're playing Quest Priest, huh? I this is unfortunate for me. It's a person who just doesn't um, enjoy the fun things in life. Like there's nothing fun with the quest quest priest. There's like nothing at all. That's no, fun with that deck. It's, it's just like, like, yeah, it's not really, I mean, it's fine. Like fine. You do you. Right. Yeah. But like, I don't really, it's really such like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I just doesn't. I mean, it seems like there's more fun things to do than that, right? Well, like it just seems like a. And I think what it is is people who get tired of or kind of tired of getting run over, and so like they don't have the. You know, they might not have a complete collection, but they have Quest Priest, right? And so, like, Quest Priest is what you do if you're tired of getting run over, maybe. Um, it's like, I will beat aggro, and that is it. And, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I was playing, um, I did play some games of, uh, so what I what I played most this past week and some change has been, I played a lot of Druid, and then after the, after the buff to... Totem Goliath. I played some um, Totem Shaman, which boy, howdy, that's a fun deck. Uh, <laughs> and and then Battlecry Shaman. I love, I love Quest Shaman. Oh my gosh, it's fun. Um, and what you know, what's really good against Quest Priest slash Res Priest is having two Devolve Missile things and then discovering a third. Nice. Um, it's just awesome. That is awesome. It's just awesome. <laughs> Just pure joy, just pure unadulterated joy. <laughs> Not, nice minion would suck if it was suddenly three mana, three mana worse. Res that. It's a great battle. It's a great battle cry you want, or great death fight you want to bring back back there. How about this three drop? Yeah, nice res pool, idiot. <laughs> so, so I play a lot of that as well. It's, I just love it's the one with um Penflinger, and Penflinger is so much fun oh, in that deck. That like card. it's just, it does so much work. Like I find lethal with it on the regular. It's just. It shouldn't be as good as it is. And there probably are better cards to play in that deck, but I don't care. It is so much fun playing Penflinger in that deck. Because um, you're just doing so much damage with it. Um, it's so flexible in what it can do. Just, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Quest Shaman with Penflinger, Totem Shaman, and then um, Druid. Druid. Have you had the dream with Druid. the Druid deck yet? What's the dream? Uh, where you play King P with a couple of uh, 10 mana spells in your hand and you get a uh, Calicos that makes, oh, no. that makes all your next, makes your f- first spell that turn free. So then you literally oh. can play like, I've had it happen twice so far in the amount of games I've played. Where oh, that's never happened to me once. And I, I, I've done it with 10 cost spells before yeah you, and then they basically you drop king Ooh, p earns. and then you drop the 10 mana spell right on top of it and it's just like yeah and then you love life yeah and then your opponent um, concedes <laughs> that card is so bonkers good though i it's pretty rare that i'm holding on to it ever yeah like i almost always play that as soon as possible yeah, it's, because yeah, it's yeah. just bonkers yeah if you can play it and not bonkers. die you play it it's so good mm-hmm well, with rushy with rushy broom, like it's like oh, you put your yeah. rushy broom into a five five that makes everything rush. It's like here's here's a one mana five five, and I'm gonna clear your board. <laughs> it's just insane. That's one of the cards I immediately crafted gold as soon as I like I had the opportunity. Was like that broom. I love that card so much. Rushy broom. Rushy broom. I don't know what it's called. I I call it rushy broom. Actually, I think that um, is the name of the card. <laughs> it, it's something it probably be. similar to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's definitely been my my week in in Hearthstone. Oh, and then I watched the Masters Tour today. So much fun! This is a bonkers cool meta, man. Um, and I said this in Discord, and like I really am enjoy. I have a good time watching Turtle Mage right now. I think it's fun. I think it's a wonderfully 
clever deck name. I think it's awesome. I think it is a difficult end game to like work around. Yeah. I play a little bit of it and I know that like I just don't have when I'm playing Hearthstone, it's usually later at night and my brain is no longer working. And so like that's just not a good deck for me usually. Um and then so it's super interesting to kind of watch players kind of like figure out their end game and everything. So it's a lot of fun right now. Now the next Masters tour, or even, you know, four weeks from now in GM, like I'm gonna be just tired of turtle mate it, like it's just if it lasts the next two weeks or the next month i'd be surprised yeah i don't know it's like it doesn't feel powerful enough to get the nerf bat but um maybe it might just be one of those like play patterns they're trying to avoid where it's like yeah the win rate 53 percent, but like boy howdy is this not fun actually 40 percent um, like on hs replay if you actually look at it Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's one of those decks, though, where it's, like, it's just hard to judge with, like, the big stats like that yeah. because you have to put the work in with that deck because it is complicated. When I was playing it with puzzle boxes instead of blizzards, um, it was it was, it was was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, but it was difficult. <laughs> uh... Yeah. All right, cool. That's I'm I, I'm kind of hungry, so. Renaga sandwich. Yeah. If you, by the way, if you want to, if you want to have us taste your blades or anything like that, just go ahead and um, send it into the go to our webpage, squelchcast.com. There's like a button you can click and send a message to us. So, um, do that. It would be awesome. So, what is our first good ingredient this week, Matt? So, our first good ingredient is the casting at uh, HTC Montreal, or as you wrote here, which is quite accurate, HTC Poutine. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Cheese curds and gravy. Yeah. Life is good. Seriously. It's like, like, what are the two best things in the world? Cheese curds and gravy. What should you do? Combine them. Oh, and French fries as well, right? Like, Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah. I, I will take that 10 pounds, and I will ask for more. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sh- I haven't had a chance to look at it, so you're the one who wrote all the goods this week. So, But it's one of those things where I, lo- I saw the original tweet of who's going to be there, and I saw that TJ wasn't going to be there, which actually made me feel better about it. Because um, Frodan and TJ, I'm just, I can't watch America's because the casting with Frodan and TJ just gets too not talking about Hearthstone too much. Yeah, it's weird. Frodan's in a weird spot as a caster. Um, But um, the rest of it, so Derek, Soddle, and Raven. Yes. Holy smokes, are those three just on their game. Mm-hmm. They are incredible. The first match was uh, Glory versus Hunter Ace. Um, and it's Soddle and it's uh, Raven. And they... The, the the match doesn't even matter. Go back. The match was actually very interesting. Went five games. Very good match. Um, but the casting was so good. Yeah. It was incredibly good. It was funny and it was insightful and it was smart. And it was it was just, it was a level of casting I don't think we have had since, like, Kibler stopped casting, to be honest. Um, it was, like, those three are just in such an incredible, like, they just get the game and they're 
like they're they have this, this great like on screen personalities. I wish Gia was there. It's kind of sad she's not. Yeah. She's fantastic as well. Um, like what are we doing not having her on the show? I don't I don't well, really understand. But it's a weird time zone for her since it's in Montreal and it's like our time zone and I she's guess, like she's she usually does the APAC casting and if yeah. you watch Grandmasters, uh, actually that's the one I usually watch is APAC Grandmasters because I love Gia, I love uh, um, Derek, 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 because they both those two together are phenomenal together, and it's fen- and they're yep. it's just great. And yep. Satan, and Raven and Saddle, I know how good they are because they've been casting together for God like four years now. Yeah, I mean, since I think they've been casting together for as long as I've been watching competitive Hearthstone, I could be wrong, but like, I have a hard time remembering without them, to be honest. Um, I mean, they they were, it was kind of hit or miss back in the early days. Um, with like who was casting and who wasn't. Um, and so, so maybe there was some of the ones they weren't, but like, they're just, those two are just so good. And Derek is just so good as well. Um, but yeah, the three of them, like they're just, it, it, the casting has been so good. I had almost all of it in the background today. Do you know my favorite? When I was yeah. at work, you know what my, and it was just awesome. My favorite casting duo of all time was mm, Kibler and oh, it was Firebat, and it was um, Admirable. Why am I forgetting his name? Yeah, Ki- Firebat Admirable. Because those two like got together oh, one interesting HCT. I want to say like three years ago, and. It was just like Admiral would just set up the situation and let Firebat rap God on the situation for color <laughs> for like two and a half minutes. And then it was like you were just like absorbing so much information and it was phenomenal. It was probably the best casting I love, combination. I do love Firebat casting. I like fire. I like to cheer for Firebat just as a player, though, because he's just one of those people where it seems it's easy to kind of cheer for because yeah. he's like. He's kind of a dork like the rest of us, which is awesome. Yeah, I would have hung out with um, Firebat in high school and been like, like in that yeah. circle with him. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't have felt bad. No. Um, <laughs> so he's an easy person to cheer for for in GM for sure. Um, but yeah, so if you're not watching HTC, uh, make sure you're tuning in for the rest of the weekend because it's been really good. The meta is super interesting. It's a lot of warrior, which is not good for anybody. Um, but but other than that, there's a fairly diverse meta, really, and and it's all fun and interesting. So, like, there isn't a whole lot of stuff going on where you're like, oh, geez, like, uh, could we just please wrap this up? Yeah. Like, like, like the real controlly decks are like you have Turtle Mage, obviously, and then you have some some Warrior that's a little bit snoozy. But Turtle Mage is interesting because it's kind of like watching old Freeze Mage, but Freeze Mage, where Freeze Mage was just like solved, like Turtle Mage is like a, a complete unknown, right? And so like it's it's a whole bunch of different builds of it, and yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's a good time for sure. So go and check it out. Yeah, if, actually, the best time to watch Turtle Mage is when they draw both potions and then they watch them try to figure out how to win. Because mm-hmm. 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 like mm-hmm. you don't get the that's like the out that's like the worst case scenario in that deck is if you draw both potions of illusion and. All of a sudden, your eight mana thing kind of does nothing but freeze the board once or twice. Yeah, yeah, which is still what you want, right? And yeah. If you're able to, if you have, if you're able to have a wide board and able to get enough of like of like your turtles off of or whatever you're looking for off of that last potion, you you, you can kind of cheese a, or find a win. Like there's definitely still win conditions there. Um, that happened with Hunter Ace in the 
in game five, I think. And I won't say if he won or lost, but um, it's definitely worth a, a good watch. So Nice. Uh, yeah, and then um, I have our not-so-good this week. And our not-so-good is people being jerks to Cora on Twitter. Yeah. Like, please stop. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but if you're being a jerk to Cora, you're just... You're uh, you're uh, you're a not nice person. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that you're a not nice person, and I think you should apologize to her because she is a gem, and we don't deserve her. And she is an incredible addition to the team, Team Five. And if you don't see that, you're dumb. Yeah, the level so, the level of communication ever since she just started to speak up on Twitter and talk about some of the issues with her, or not with like you know that she's just speaking up on Twitter, just using her own personal Twitter as like, hey. This is going on. We're having these issues. We're dealing, doing X, Y, and Z with it. And just being completely open and honest and opening herself up to that and just people th- threatening to throw cats at her. That's terrible. I mean, That's bizarre, though, yeah. right? The cat thing? Like, who wants to throw a cat? <sighs> I mean, it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I want to throw my cat because, like, she'll, like, bite me or something. But I don't because I'm, like, a, not a bad person. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you're and like uh, you know Celestion and uh, they're all doing a great job on Twitter. Like the the level of communication we have right now with Team Five is so good. So please don't be jerks to them and then have them stop. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is the le- um, this, like yeah, this is the level of communication we were promised like what like three years ago when Ben Brode was still on the team and we never got it until like a new expansion was about to yeah. roll around. But like they're just doing it all the time now and it's it's insane. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, so. one great thing about Broad is Broad really wanted to communicate, but he just it was never a priority of his. Yeah. And it, and I think like they made it a priority of his, and then he would go and do that like pre-expansion, and it was awesome. And then he would like get back to work, right? Mm-hmm. That was just like his thing. That was just I think that you know the rest of the team kind of took that as that's how we do things. And then there's been like a little bit of a shift where there's been that communication bit that definitely has trickled down. I think from from Mixar to the rest of the team. So yeah. Um. Very cool. Um, so what's the best and good then this week? Our best good is the Totem Goliath buff. Um, so if you don't know, um, they buffed. So this was a 5-mana 4-5. Um, that Death Rattle, 5-mana five, 4-5 Totem, Death Rattle summon four basic Totems. The four, your four basic Totems. You know, copy of each one. Oh, and then Overload of 2. So this was a 7-mana 4-5, yeah. right? 7-mana um, and. Sucked. And Enthrallamund was like, he started like, this was a terrible car with the rest of us. Like, cause that, cause it was. Um, and then like, he <laughs> talked himself into it being a good card and then like dug his feet in. And I was like, well, this is a weird, this is interesting. Um, I'm going to make fun of you for this. Uh, and then he made me feel bad about it. But he's out on the show this week. Now I get to totally just like razz him for it. Um, and, and then and then it happened, came out, and like people tried it, and then yeah, no, it was really slow and it wasn't good, and it, the overload was just crippling. So so then people didn't play it, and so they've buffed it now to a five mana five five, overload of one, because overload of two is crazy. That's yeah. Let's be honest. Here. Yeah. What, what was that all about? That was, that was bonkers. Overload. That was them. Um, that was them being afraid of oh god, bloodlust is a card, but now they're like. Yeah, the Tommen Shaman really sucks. So Bloodlust is not a card, <laughs> but it is. But it still sucks. So, so I've I played some Totem Totem Shaman with Totem Goliath in it, and it is a lot of fun. That card's still really slow and not great because with Death Rattles like that, you can't control 
when it pops usually, right? Yeah. When your opponent has the control, then it's just usually like you it's just not gonna be very good. That's just historically that's how those big death battles have worked. Um so with Overload of One though, it's definitely much more playable. Um it's basically the top of your curve with bloodlust. Um and then the six mana summon four totems, the two two totems, um, or like we two two totems to rush. So um but uh it, what was oh yeah, I was looking at the HS replay stats of this. So I I, I, I snagged a deck off of HS replay. Looked fine. Played it a lot of fun. And I was looking at the stats, the Mulligan stats, and I was like, people were keeping Totem Goliath. Why? Like eighteen percent of the time in the Mulligan. I was like, what? What? Why are you keeping a five drop in the Mulligan no. with this deck? And and so I was like, that's insane. I'm like, but you know what? I'm not. I haven't. I need. It's not. You know, legend or diamond five to legend, or whatever. So let's just sort by legend. They're keeping it sixteen percent time at legend. I'm like six sixty. <laughs> sixteen. Oh, sixteen. Okay. Like, why are you keeping this card <laughs> again? It's not. This isn't the card you win with. This is just like a card that, like, that if you play it, yeah, and you're not, and you don't die, you're happy, right? Like, but like you, you never. You're not looking. This isn't like a card that like makes or breaks the deck. It's still like the lowest win rate card in the deck. I mean, <laughs> so like God, this isn't I, what you want. When <laughs> when it's like maybe the only time like you keep it is like okay, I have both lightning blooms in my hand too. That's the only time I would keep it. One hundred percent time. It's like if I have like um, a lightning bloom and another lightning bloom in my hand, and I have a totem goliath, and I'm like, sure. But the thing is. There's your only card draws manatide, right? Yeah. So if like if you if you're your lightning bloom, lightning bloom, totem Goliath, um, like that's fine, but it, you know if you don't have any sort of follow up to kind of like buff those basic totems, like it doesn't matter. No. Like that's that, that's the thing about this meta, right? Is like things in previous metas that would seem crazy are just, like, everyday things, right? And so, like, a 5-mana five 5-5 five, five on 1, yeah, that's really, really good. Um, but, like, people can handle it. <laughs> or just, and so, or just like, be, like, <laughs> ignore it, and then, like, you'll get what are you doing in your turn 2? Well, Nothing, because you have negative mana. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, so, but it, the deck is super fun. Um, don't think it's any good. No. Uh, I am going to play a lot of it, though, probably. Um, God, I wish Because that's a, the kind of person that I am. Um, I wish there was a shaman deck that so, wasn't Control Shaman that showed up in, like, um, like, like that Control Shaman that showed up this week in the in the Masters Tour. It's like, I saw, I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, that looks, like, horrible to play. Yeah, there's, like, so Kibler was playing a Highlander Shaman. So I, I kind of want to play Highlander Shaman with the quest in it. With also the one mana minion that your next tier power is free. Yeah. Because then you can duplicate your Zeph and you can duplicate your DQA. And that sounds like a ton of fun, right? You can double up on Zeph anytime, right? But like you can double DQA um, because you can one mana free hero power and then you and then you get the, the nine the nine drop, right? Yeah. That sounds fun. I imagine it's got to be terrible oh yeah um 
but I want to do it anyways. So <laughs> that is definitely on my short list of things to do. Like Kibler's deck isn't playing the quest, which I think is just why wouldn't you want to play the quest? Um, you any to... hero power is better than making totems. Just just well, any hero power is better than totems. It's <laughs> like the like for like the was the the five minutes that totem shaman was good last meta because people were like not killing the totems and then people were yep. totem mm-hmm. reflecting it. It's like yeah, all of a sudden people are like, oh, we just kill the totems and we and it loses. Oh, oh yeah. So I was playing a game with that today. So I was playing a game today against a warrior, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this warrior's got me, right?" Like I don't have, I can't, like I don't think I can stick these totems. Uh, I got I had a tricky totem out, and oh, you're playing tricky like, totem. Oh god. Yeah. Why wouldn't you play tricky totem? <laughs> so, I, um, let me tell you about this uh, freezing trap that won me the game. Um, oh my god. So, so tricky totem, and then I had a mana tied out, and then I had the one mana one three that buffs when you're overloaded and i was like well they, they had a um weapon up they had their their uh wrench caliber up i'm like okay they'll kill the mana tide and i'm like i guess i can buff the tricky totem i'm not super excited about that but at least it'll probably survive um and and the person they had, they had a, a minion on board with two attack and then they had their weapon up and i'm like okay well they'll just clear my totems weaponed into the one three and then clear the tricky totem left my mana tide totem up and i was like oh Thank you for the win, friend. And I duplicated that and made it a 2-5. Had two 2-5s that were drawing me two cards. And then I dropped a couple more totems, healed them up. And then I added plus two health. And that was the game. It was like, what? This is obviously somebody that did not know how to play against Totem Shaman. Because that was 100% the wrong way to play. <laughs> but it was like, I was like, yeah, this game's, ah, I'm going to lose. But that's just how you, like, Totem Shaman, you know, like, clear your totems, you lose. It is what it is. I might be able to find a way to kind of, like, cheese out a win. I had a, a decent hand with, like, a, some totems to, like, you know, drop back out again. I could duplicate it. But not the power of Manatide. Because Manatide is crazy if you can buff it. Um, and, uh. And uh, yeah, you just totally ignore my mana tide totem. I was like, sure, was like, thank what? Thank. Yeah, that's how you. That's how. If that's if there's one way you lose a totem shot against Tommy Shaw, it's you let the mana tide totem live. What the heck? What the heck? Oh yeah, you never leave the mana tide up. You never leave the healing totem up. Those are the two most powerful totems, right? Because mm-hmm. healing totem will just keep on buffing every other totem, and then like the mana tide will just keep on drawing cards. It's like you gotta clear those totems if nothing else. Yeah, and yeah. It's like. It was one of those like it was thanks your opponent I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so the best good is uh, totem glad getting buffed and and Thrawn being wrong, <laughs> <laughs> even after the buff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm? Not salty are you? You will be nice. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, I got some salt. Um, so the first couple here were from, uh, it was that uh, that tavern thing that they did, the Invitational, mm-hmm. where um, I don't even remember what it was. It, it just kind of like I was super busy and it just was not on my radar. But I think it was one where you had the you played class versus class or something. Do you remember? Or you had picked two classes? Or no, no, it was, it was, oh, yeah, and, it was like they had twenty players and they like divided it up into two like. But like um, ten with the dual class uh, versions, so like there was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So it was like yeah. there was a yeah. there was like a demon hunter hunter team. There was like a demon hunter warlock team. There was like a priest warlock team. There was like a priest yep. and whatever priest is also matched up with. I don't even remember paladin. That's a team. Yeah. 
So yeah. <laughs> so 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 this first couple came came from uh, <laughs> came from that from that. The first one was fantastic. So it's like <laughs> when you when you have over five hours of stream. And it's so boring that the highlights were only two minutes long. So I got this from the highlights. The highlights were two minutes and 15 seconds long, by the way. <laughs> so, so, like, this is, yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. Yeah. I can, there's no lot to highlight there. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, you want to read the next, next one? Next one, is it the same video or? Same video, yep. Yeah, yeah. From Freezy Penguin. This patch is cancer. Hi, Emmy. I also have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> like first of all, we don't 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 say cancer when it comes no. to like back from like bad no. stuff. It's not it's not cool. No. But like, but the the everything after the comma hire me. I also have no clue what I'm doing. I, I appreciate that honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Freezy. I'm actually going. I'm actually going to an interview and try that. You know, and the is like, so what makes you qualify for this job? I have no idea what I'm doing. Nah, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Nah, you know, no if clue. you just need a body yeah. to warm a chair, I I can do that. <laughs> I'm your guy. And by the way, if I, if that chair is at my house. Yes. Yes. Can I can, can I stay at my house, warm the chair at my house, log in and appear online on Skype for a few hours? I can do that. Uh, did you see that meme that work from home meme that Tito posted oh, on Discord? That. <laughs> you have to go to our Discord to see it. Um, but uh, it's super funny. It's <laughs> the truth too. Uh, uh-huh. So these next two came from a random like GM match Tice was playing. Uh, so Borowin says, "When did Tice get a glimpse into the abyss? Last time I've seen one of his videos, he did not look like the villain version of himself." <laughs> <laughs> well, which I kind of appreciate. Well, if you watch any trolling <laughs> clip, there's always like two or three clips of like Tice just getting owned, and it's amazing. <laughs> It's just like a meme now where it's just like, ha ha, I have him. And then all of a sudden he just gets the worst high roll in the world against him. And it's the funniest thing in the world. It is fun watching Tice lose. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Tice, I love to be honest. I, like, but As a player, I love the dude. But like, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like just watching him just get owned after like say, being so sure that he's won the game on the next turn, but like, like, but like, figure eight hours of content a day, right? Yeah. Like, you're gonna expect to win, and then you're gonna lose some, and then when you have like two thousand people watching you, you're gonna get them clip and sent to troll them. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one you have here is uh, Blizzard. This is the most balanced meta ever. Also, Blizzard. Turn three twenty two twenty seven and stats is fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, it actually ends up being totally fine. Yeah, because actually, for some reason, this is a bonkers. Seriously, meta. this is a bonkers yeah. meta. Yeah, it's like this is just a bonkers meta. Like, I can't. How, I cannot count the number of times I've been like, they have no answer for this, and then they have a very simple answer to it. And then I there be times where I'll be like, why? I'm like, oh my gosh, what can I do about this? I'm like, oh. Oh, I could just do the any of these four things. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like like even so, like, I'm playing like yeah a suboptimal uh, suboptimal freaking warlock deck, right? And like, yeah, I have a a um a druid instantly a ramp up all the way up to ten mana on like my turn five, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like yeah. and then he plays like the ten mana card, and then he plays the seven mana card to get send out like all those like the beasts. I don't have anything on the board because I'm a warlock. Yep. 
And <laughs> so, like, literally, I just, like, drop. Like, so it's, like, literally, it's, like, 20-some stats on the board, right? And I, yeah. and, and, and I just dark skies and pop the last one and, like, okay, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Some of the most fun I've had is playing... Um, Demon Hunter. So I had an incredible win rate with Demon Hunter last month, by the way. And if I had been able to keep on playing that deck, I had like a sixty-something percent win rate. Is it still the big. And then Demon I added like, the big star Demon Hunter. Yeah, nice. I was rolling people with it. Um, and then I just had to. I did. I stopped. You know, this like life got lifey. Um, Ooh, but life. there, there is nothing. There's nothing more fun. I think in this world than a Mage Hunter into an Edwin. It is, it's just, it, it's just pure, unadulterated joy. <laughs> like, it's it's like, like, I'm not sure if you, if you remember, like, Spirit Claws, remember Spirit Claws, yeah. right? So, um, you were always looking for spell power and everything. So, like, if you were, like, in, I, there were iterations of the deck that where you were running the uh, one mana silent spell, right? Um, yeah, Earthshock. Earthshock, thank you. And with the spell power totem down, that will kill an Edwin. It's similar to that. But um, they don't see it coming, or at least they didn't. They they, they will now because it's been a much more common deck. They're not the dumb version I ran, but like the the normal version that people run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like oh, like last month when no one else was running it, and it was still kind of like Demon Hunter was kind of like in the meta, but kind of not, and people really weren't sure to do with it. And so like you would drop Mage Hunter, and it would just like people would like they would just stop, and like you could just. See See them hover like, over the card. I love the like. I love that like just red animation around the card when they're hovering over it and reading it. It's my, it's my favorite thing when they're like, they're like, what does this do? What just happened? Yeah. Um. It's just great. Uh, um, poor Edwin. It's just great. He's only a, <laughs> hey, he's a three mana two two. He's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. It, like, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't hit him. I didn't have an eighteen eighteen and hit somebody in the face and then followed up with a pyroblast this week at all. I was playing Rogue, too. Yeah. Rouge. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, prep Pyroblast, so I did it on turn eight. That was that was totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Um, this meta is bonkers. I love it's it. It's just bonkers. I love it. It's so I just, much fun. It really is so much fun. Um, I don't feel it's run over last expansion, the previous expansion's cards too hard either, which is interesting. No. Um, I, I that, that, was, that was my big concern when the, when before the expansion dropped, like it was obviously going to be kind of like a high powered expansion, or it, it like appeared like it might. Like you were like, this is either going to be a, a really powerful expansion, or it's going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been quite powerful. And like I was kind of worried that like the it, it would just kind of run over the previous expansions cards, and I, I don't feel like it has. No. Um, I mean, like you could still but, actually you. Tempo Demon Hunter, like there were like the Demon Hunter deck that you can play that you played all of last expansion, or that most people played mm-hmm. all of last expansion. You can literally mm-hmm. play the exact same list, add a couple of the Scholomance cards into it, like the Voracious Reader yeah. and like one other card, and it's perfectly good. Polcat? Uh no. Whatever that um the card Mar- is called. Marrow Slicer is the only Marrow Slicer and I think the ah. and um the And the five drop that makes you punch him for nine? No, you don't even play that. You just play like skull. And why wouldn't you want to play the five that the punches in for nine? Because it's not, it's not that you don't have as many shards and it's not as consistent. I don't know. It's just like, 
so, but you get to punch him for nine. I don't really see why this is difficult. Well, you can do that um, anyway with like with glaive bound with the four <laughs> mana with the, with the four true. damage weapon. So <laughs> it's still good. <laughs> when I was putting together my big shard demon hunter, and I was like, "All right, what can I do here?" I'm like, "Okay, well, this card's very good, but I don't want to play that card. What card is?" almost as good <laughs> or a card is actively not good i must have to play some big shard demon hunter i haven't played that in like three weeks or so i wonder if it even it probably gets run over it did really well against druid yeah. though for a while um yep. i wonder if it still does um it ran over paladin yeah. actually yeah, or it actually does um, it? Which was fun. Oh, the oh, the big oh, because it was bigger demons. It was you have bigger chunky dudes. The the yep. the, we- yep. the weapon based one sucks against Paladin. Yeah, it was it was just the stupid version I was running yeah. was good against it, um, because they just never saw like some of the stupid things that I was doing coming. Right, like it was just like. Yeah, it was Speak- it, it was tons of fun. Just all the fun. Yeah, spe- <laughs> so stupid. Speaking of that weapon demon, I, <laughs> God, I love the fact that this, that deck exists. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's so different and so unique and just, it's just, uh, I love it. I, like yeah. I was playing with, like you were playing it, we were playing like a version of it last meta that was really bad. <laughs> and like, which is my favorite kind of deck. Well, like, yeah. like, like actually, you know, like, it's kind of deck where like Eddie and Ego are good at, which, you know, see Turtle Mage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Then, like. And, but like now they it's... called Eddie out. They didn't call Ego out, by the way. I kind of felt bad in the cast. They're like, you know, and Eddie really kind of, you know, brought me, you know, really kind of brought Turtle Mage, you know, and show people that it wasn't a meme. It was a legit deck. I was like, yeah, I mean, Eddie and Ego, yeah. like this, that was a definitely a two man team there. 100%. Really kind of bringing that. So I, I kind of felt bad for Ego not getting the credit where credit was due, but. Ego is going to get plenty of credit over the next year if, or so. I think think he's going to keep on doing well. If so. Ego isn't a Grandmaster in next time they cycle through them, I might be upset. Uh, that would surprise me. He's such a fresh player. I think it will take a, a solid year or so to really kind of get the showing that he needs to kind of get. Because it really is so much based on consistent money. And it's hard to be a consistent well, money winner when you're so fresh to the scene. Yeah. I mean, well, so, he's what? five? He's 5-0 and oh today, isn't he? Didn't he win his last? He was on the last match and he was... Um, I don't know sure if he won or not. I haven't paid attention to it yet. Uh, he wasn't on the last match. The match I was... So when we started recording the show, I thought they were on 5-0s. and oh's. They were on... Um, that. I didn't see Ego playing. Is he five and all good for yeah, him? Yeah, he's doing. He's I mean, five it wouldn't and surprise right me. Yeah, he's he's doing. He's yeah, kicking so. butt, which I'm, and he's in THL, which is just awesome. So, is Ego playing in THL? He's in the pro series. Yeah, the, he's on like he's on a pro team, and um, it's not that there's a reason really I'm not fair. playing pro ever again because I'm no, I would just get no. smashed into the ground. You know, that's kind of what happened to me in THL. Was like you know, like it was a really, really, really good quality level of player mm-hmm. and i am not those things <laughs> most of the time most of the time like if you want to tune into my stream you will oftentimes see someone go hey why didn't you do x here and i was like i didn't think about it <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great play yeah, yeah like, my oh, bad <laughs> oh man I, why didn't you say that earlier Whoops! Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a much better play than I thought of. Yeah, no, like actually, um, I'm, I'm not. I'm actually we we didn't put together a hero team, and like I'm kind of glad because heroes just remember how good hero was hero when you played. Was 
so good. Oh my gosh, it was so it's good. Better. It's better. It got That's better. I don't know bonkers. how, but it got better. And it's like, and there's more well, teams, like, and it's there's it's still just as deep, and it hurts to like do. Yeah. Yeah. Last season it was a quality over quantity thing where it was like every team was really, really good. Um if there are more teams, it's like that's awesome. But THL is awesome. Like I think more people should be playing in THL. It's a, it's fantastic, right? Yeah. Like if I like I feel like I'm probably a four seed level of player. Trust I'm I'm in the four seed like, and I'm, I'm I feel like I should be a five. <laughs> Yeah, you know? and I sometimes find myself like ending up like in the three or the two sometimes, and that's just not a good spot for me to be. Like, I'm just not that good consistently. Like, when I'm really jiving a meta, I'm probably a, I'm a I'm a good three seed if I'm like really into a meta. But like majority of time, like I'm so all over the place with what I'm playing and stuff that like I never really get the timing and some of these decks to really, you know, get the level of like understanding that's necessary. And then that's hard because, like, with the team stuff, you kind of feel like you're letting people down. And it's like, so, like, but I encourage anyone out there that wants to, like, play Hearthstone competitively. Like, THL is definitely a way to go. Like, it's, um, especially if you can, like, if you're, if you, if you're not super, like, competitive, like, like Matt and I are oftentimes, like, the four and the five seeds are always a good time. And there's some really good players there. Um, and you definitely will be tested even as a four or a five. Like, but it'll be like in a way that you can handle for sure. Like, you don't have to be playing Ego or or Eddie or Liquid Ox. Or, <laughs> well, sometimes if you're in the four and playing Hero, you might play Hockey Boys. But other than that, <laughs> oh man, yeah, oh gosh, um, yeah, I had, I had played a Tachi two seasons ago. And I was like, what? I'm like, this isn't. Okay, this is not fair for me. No. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So I think that is going to be it for our show this week. Um. Thank you so much for the the bonkers uh, release schedule and stuff. This week was going to be much more normal, and then I ended up with like a three day headache, and it just went away today. Actually, I'm glad you're feeling um, good. I think I think it was a sinus thing. So like, because this morning I woke up with a stuffy nose and no headache. Whoa! So yeah, that sounds. Very I think it was a sinus. I think it was a sinus thing. So um, I actually went and picked up some like 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 a Tylenol cold and sinus the Walgreens one because it costs five bucks cheaper, but it's the same stinking medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, took some of that this afternoon and it helped, a, it helped even more. So like I've, I'm feeling pretty good right now, actually, which is outstanding. Cause like, I felt like just, it was a brutal three days. Um, like no sleep. So, but I'm feeling really good today. Um, you never answered my question, by like, the way. Really? What's how that? Comfortable what are, question I how, how comfortable are those uh, Christmas jammies? Oh, they're great. Oh, I love Christmas. Perfect. Like, so, so like, I am. I love a good pair of pajamas. Like, I am. I'm a, a pajama aficionado, if you would. Like, <laughs> I will go out and buy myself like pajamas. Like, I love a good, especially like winter pajamas. Like, um, so like the the, the Christmas one, those are nice. But I have a pair of like like one of those like like a onesie one with like that with the with 
without the feet because I'm I'm an old man and like if I had the feet on mine and I'd get super hot sweaty feet and it'd be yeah. awful. But like just like the like the like a onesie thing and it is the mo- like old timey pajamas like you would see in a cartoon. That's awesome. They are maybe my favorite things in the universe. Like there is nothing I enjoy more than wearing those. It's just glorious. And then like oh a cold winter morning with like those and a robe on. Oh my gosh. Watch some like morning soccer. Hot cup of coffee. Oh, oh man. Give me a cannot wait for winter. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, so yes, but they were very quite comfortable actually. Awesome. Um so that's it for this week this week. Thank you so much for listening. Um you can find all our socials media and our contact information at www.squelchcast.com. Um leave us a review, uh drop us a line, leave us a message. Um you guys are all of our best content. So like thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you very much. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. It's true. For all the time, which did you see that? Uh, did you see Ben uh, added the show? Um, in chorus. Uh, uh, no. Uh, feed. No. So she goes, "Hearts from a game, and it's bo- the game's supposed to be fun." Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw ben that. Was like, yeah. Ben's like, "Yeah, Squelch agrees." I saw that, and I was like, I immediately thought of the show. I'm like, All right. <laughs> uh, I, I posted that in the best channel, didn't I? I swear to God, I did. You might have, yeah. Yeah, you might have. I think I found it uh, through our Discord, and then uh, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, well, this is just outstanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, games are supposed to be fun. If the game isn't fun, we'll make, fix whatever is making it not fun. That's, that's I know, right? And they really, they've done, like, I love the fact that the patches have been balanced patches, not nerfs. Like, it is so much more fun and interesting. It makes the game more fun and interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like, the, the nerfs that they brought down this week and the nerf they did to uh, Lucy the other last time was not we're not we're not because of they were too powerful but just because you know it didn't make the game fun and now the game's yeah like i was actually shocked how much the game still is fun and how things didn't feel that much different with this balance pass that we had this last week yeah but now we can play totem goliath exactly we could play before as well we can play play it on five and not feel stupid we could well we we, you do feel kind of stupid you still Um, less stupid about it <laughs> Still, <laughs> it's one of those cards where it's like, I got two bloodlusts in my hand. I really need this thing to just kind of like survive oh, a man. couple of turns, and then I needed it to die in just the right turn uh, so I could pop these double bloodlusts and win this game. I, I misplayed <laughs> so hard against that card the other day. Like I was, I was playing Road or Secret Road, and um, they dropped a Totem Goliath on, on like. Turn five, and you didn't just sap it like that no, is the right no, play. No, it, it triggered the only secret I had up, up which was like that oh. two three poisonous guy, which was like great. I can kill it, and I can kill three totems. So which three totem? So I killed the thing, and I killed the one one totem, the taunt totem, obviously, and I had a choice between the healy totem and the spell damage totem, and I went for the spell damage totem because I'm dumb. Oh, it's. Man. Always the Healy. Healy totem is best totem. Yeah, it is so troll. It is. So As I saw, so I killed the spell damage totem, totem because I don't you... want spell damage to hit me in the face. I'm I'm smart. Nope. And then like eight running no spells. And then they, <laughs> and, then, and they totem reflection that that Healy totem. And then they did like 
Potomac might, and I felt sad, and I lost the game. Well, because like once it once you start duplicating the Healy totem, yeah. like it's not just one heal; it's two heal. or three heal. Yeah, and then it's a like the board just can't doesn't die. It is yeah. So you, that like if you're playing against me, leave Healy totem up. Anybody else makes yeah, you kill Healy, Healy totem. Healy totem is um, totally not the best totem. You just leave it. Yeah. Just leave it. Just leave it alone. And it's the opposite of what we always like. What we've always yeah. known about Hearthstone, which is Healy totem is the absolute worst card in the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, because like it doesn't do anything, right? It heals for one. What do you do, right? And then, but now when you're duplicating it and you're making them all bigger and you have like two, two, four Healy totems or even worse, right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden the board just <laughs> just like, doesn't it's die. They just trade with impunity <laughs> and then like guess what? You, you just run out of things to do and then you lose and you feel stupid because you didn't kill the two zero two Healy totem. So much fun because um, you were afraid of I'll spell you, damage. <laughs> yep. Yep, and there's just you don't need to be afraid of spell damage. Nope, you just don't with that deck. You don't, and the one one, yeah, that's just the weakest one. That's awful. Um, yep, yeah. So, um, that has been shaman cast. The the shaman cast. <laughs> I ain't gotta. I I promised everyone a casserole, but like it didn't happen. So I will have a casserole well, ready to go well, for next know, week. Well, you know, you have more than two totems, up, three totems up. It is kind of a casserole because you know you got the mixture of the three, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a good casserole, man. Ugh. I love a good casserole. We have a casserole dish to make our casseroles in because we're true Minnesotans. Nice. Just, I'm gonna drop that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, yeah. I got at least right. two somewhere. Nice. Nice. Is it like, is it like the square one with the glass lid type situation? That is definitely one of them. We have a fancy one we got for when we got married. It was a fancy one from Crate and Barrel. Ooh. I don't know if it came in a crate or a barrel. Um, it may have come from a barrel in a crate or vice versa, but so yeah, it's very, very fancy. Um, yeah, all of Sarah's relatives live on the East coast. And so like, like for like, like, like your wedding presents and stuff, it's all just fancy dishware. It's like, like, where, where have you registered for your China? I was like, Oh, that's a thing people do. Huh? Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh, oh yeah so all of our all of our worth is wrapped up in china we so we ha- um yeah. we have a silver platter <laughs> that we actually got in our registry and we've been married for 11 years and i think we've moved, used it like maybe twice if that we we host thanksgiving every year and the first couple of years it wasn't quite so big where we could like use our china it didn't it wasn't like a huge hassle um but now like we have like all of sarah's family all of my family and everybody has significant others and children and this and that and so it's like it's just too big to like have the china so we use paper now um because like with China, like you not you have to wash it twice. You have to wash it when you pull it out of the cabinet because it's been sitting in a cabinet. It's all dusty, and then when you're done with it, you have to hand wash that. You're not putting China in a dishwasher, nope. and so like it is just work. So it's, it's just absolute <laughs> work. <laughs> but very grateful. It's wonderful. It's very kind gift. So thank everybody if you're one of my relations and you gave us China. I appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.